Welcome to week three of the Dynasty Men podcast. We're back, and I'm joined by two very, very special guests. I've got the GMs of Back That Pass Up and Fraud City. So joined by Rupp and Al today. Gentlemen, welcome to the podcast. Jack, it's great to be here. Um, I hope the two of you and everyone listening is very happy and healthy. Thank you, Rupp. Thank you. We got a we got a hell yeah from you. So must have been a good week for you. No, fuck this. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) All right. So before we get started, I got another little fun fact trivia question for you guys. What is the most common NFL final game score? Most common NFL game score. Yep, the ending score of the game. So one team has this many points, the other team has this many. Is, is this in, like, the history of the league? like History of the league, I think. Okay. So I'm, I'm going to go 24-17. That's exactly what I was going to say, so I, I got to switch. I, I was going to go 28-24, but that's, <laughs> that's 52 total points. That seems like too much. 24-17. 41 seems right there. That was a mind melt because I was gonna go 24-17, but I can't I can't copy. So I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go. What do I wanna go? I'm gonna go 14 to 28. Okay, I like it. Rump was closer. It's 2017. 20 to 17. 20 to 17. Okay. That makes sense. You can think about think about that one for a while. Um, all right. We'll dive in. Little week one recap. We're gonna start off with our first game uh, of the week. Dalvin and the Chipmunks versus the notorious Big E. This game, Dalvin and the Chipmunks won 167 to 135. Rob, you want to get us started? Yeah, so my my note on this game was for Trevor's team is, and this, this falls on a lot on the Bears quarterback situation, but Allen Robinson, is he the biggest disappointment in the league thus far this year. I think he was the seventh wide best wide receiver last year. And now he's like, he can't even be in the top 50. I mean, he is he's 66. He's 66. 66. And what was he, what was he last year? Yeah. Let me look. Um, history. Let's see. He was 12. He was 12 last year. Okay, oh, he's nine in PPR. He's nine in PPR. Ninth in PPR. Yeah. So he's ninth and he's now down to 66. I mean, what is, he hasn't put up more than 10 points. Has he in each one of the first three weeks? It's like no. week two, we had 10 points. He had 10, 10 points. points. Yeah, he has been massive at this point, but Trevor clearly doesn't even need it yet, though. Um, he uh, he ruled this week. Yeah, Trevor's Trevor's team is good. Even even with Alexander Madison in instead of mm-hmm. Cook, just rolled. Yeah. Um, they run like – and they, they mentioned this on um, PMT on Monday, but, like, they run the same offense with – Madison in as with they had Dalvin Cook, which I like. Like he gets Madison gets just as many touches as Dalvin Cook would if Dalvin Cook was in the game. So, so here's my next question: Is Cook overrated? Is he just a product of his offense? Is it a plug uh, and play? He, he is now getting into. He's like getting into that territory now. He's been in the league. Is this his fifth year in the league? He's now yeah. getting into that that second contract. This is where you start to see. Start to see those backs start to kind of diminish. But he's like no, Brady. I think, he's I like think looks a good a good back. He's like Brady. He's a system QB. System QB. Ooh, system QB. I like it. I like yeah. it. Uh, another thing I want to point out on Trevor's team is that he had three players in his starting lineup score less than five points, and he was still the second highest score this this week. So 
Trevor's probably. I just, I just want to point out, I think Robbie Anderson's dead. I don't think he's alive. Sam Darnold hates Robbie Anderson. He does. Sam Darnold hates Robbie Anderson. Robbie Anderson is like, I think he had one point this week. I mean, that's not good. Yeah. No, it is bad. And everyone hyped him up this year that he was going to get back to that connection with Darnold, and he's done the opposite. So, Sam uh, Darnold, uh, DJ Moore. My other it doesn't matter, is- though. He's got Mike Williams now, though. Mike yeah. Williams is like wide receiver one out of nowhere. Literally out of nowhere. Yeah. Look at that. 22 points at, per week, or at least, from Mike Williams through the first three weeks. That's impressive. Yeah, and he's not even the best wide receiver on that team. No. Mm. So my other point on this game was, and this is maybe not fantasy related, but if there were, if we were to scratch every team, and you can do this in Madden, if you're to scratch every team and you're going to have just a redraft of the players, right? So I think Mahomes and Josh Allen would go one, two. Would Justin Herbert go third if you were to scratch every team and redraft? I think he probably would. He is just an assassin. He is so good. I don't think he goes third. There's some other good quarterbacks out there. I think there's a lot of people who like Kyler. I think he's got he's got more of that mobile quarterback than Herbert. Mm-hmm. But I think Herbert lasts longer because he's he's a more traditional more. quarterback. Yeah. He is just he makes some throws that are just like ridiculous. I'll be he honest. I thought, he was, I thought he was gonna be a bust when he drafted. I did not think he was gonna be good or translate well, but just goes to show that I think quarterbacks is a total crapshoot. And he balled out against fun. Kansas City. Yeah. He played so well. Yeah. I saw that I saw a stat today that rookie quarterbacks are one through three weeks are one in ten against the spread so far. Hmm. So that like tells you how like tough that is. Shout out right. to Ben when he's making his bets this week. Keep that in mind. Yep, one in All ten right. against the spread. All right, I got a question for you guys. What do we think of Jalen Waddle? 12 receptions for under 60 yards. What does that mean? Is that good or is that bad? He's a PPR maniac. <laughs> I mean, 12 receptions is a lot, but under 60 yards is not good on 12 receptions. So is that a good thing or a bad thing? receptions for 50 yards. That's like a rushing game. 12 attempts for 58 yards. Except we got a point for every rushing attempt, basically. Yeah, I, I to be honest, I feel like it's mostly because Literally, who else would they throw it to? Like, does Will Fuller play? I don't know. Yeah, who are the Dolphins' other wide receivers? I mean, because I'm they pretty got, sure they got, they got Javon – or wait, they got Parker, and then they also have um, Preston Williams, too. Mm. Total stud, right? Um, last thing I'll say about this game before I move to the other is that I think Biggie's bad. Biggie is not good. I feel like it is – is he like? Did he get like lightning in a bottle last season and kind of win his championship and kind of like? Is he the twenty eighteen Eagles where he got kind of got lightning in a bottle and is now a rather mediocre team? He got lightning in the bottle at the right time and the only time it mattered. So mm-hmm. you know, I just I don't want to talk my shit, but he only he so he beat me in the championship game last year. We sco- we both scored less than one hundred and thirty points in the championship game. It's a pretty low-scoring championship game. I don't think either of us are doing very well this season either, obviously. So take that as you will. All right, we'll move on to our next marquee matchup. We've got Corn on the Swamp. Immediate name change after that absolute thrashing by another day, another Waller. Final score of this game was 181 to 129. 
Luke beat the brakes off Brandon. And six points. How many points did Christian McCaffrey score? Six? Six. Six. He scored six. If Christian McCaffrey would have stayed in the game, Luke would have scored 200 points possibly. Yeah, Luke would have. Without a doubt. Is, I mean, I wish I could look. Is that like one of our highest scoring games ever? That's got to I don't remember anyone wearing, scoring much more than 180. I think I, – no, we had a couple 200s. Oh, really? We had we'll, have to, we'll have to get back to it. Um, I think looking at Brandon's team, I think Jamar Chase is legit, and I think he trolled us when he said that he wasn't used to the NFL footballs looking different because mm-hmm. they didn't have the white stripe. I, I completely legit, I legit think he was just like, I'm just going to mess with everyone and just say something but, ridiculous. But didn't he like actually have like drop Drops. bombs like in practice? No, so, are you pulling us that far where you just like are looking bad to your own team in practice? I, w- I wouldn't put it past him at this point because he's pretty good. No, he's very good. No, people, he's one of those guys like, you know, COVID effect. He like, he was so, he was just as dominant as Devontae Smith was last year and then like he was on everyone's radar and then he kind of dropped off and people kind of forgot how just he was just an absolute stud in uh joe burrow's lsu year think about that the the lsu had justin jefferson on one side and jamar chase on the other side Jeez. and terrence marshall yeah and terrence marshall too he was another uh high draft pick mm-hmm. kind of a preposterous lineup <clears throat> Uh, Rupp, you think I think saw you had some other notes on this game. Yeah, um, my I don't like Hollywood Brown's nickname. That's my note on Brandon's team. It makes it no one. So he's from Hollywood, Florida. Um, <laughs> that that's dumb. I, mean, you, I don't like that nickname. So well, like Hollywood Brown, am I right? Ooh, Bollywood. Ooh, nice. Hollywood. Because he's not as good as Hollywood movies. He dropped two touchdowns this week. I mean, yeah, I was gonna say, didn't he drop a bunch of? He did. Touchdowns? He dropped two touchdowns. He had a bad week, to be honest. He did. Mm-hmm. And my other note on this game was another good week for the Breakfast Club. Uh, Cooper Cup and Matt Stafford is. Mm. They are, they are meshing well. Note to everyone out there: breakfast is the most important meal of the day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Shout out! Uh, shout out, Luke Roberts, who. Um, as a friend of a bunch of people in this league, he said a few years ago that Cooper Cup would be one of the best wide receivers in the league in a few years, and um, he is looking spot on for that. He definitely is. A bold claim, but it's working out. He's uh, wide receiver one. He, he is wide receiver one, and I called him. Uh, we'll get into the next game. I think that this was the predicted lowest scoring game of the week. Which was correct. So shout out, shout out to Trevor and Ben last week, accurately guessing which game was going to suck. This was um, Shanahanigans versus we got dogs. Got dogs. I pulled off maybe the upset of the year. People are talking. That's what I've heard. One twenty-two to one hundred eight. Um, I'll guess. I'll give my my gut reaction. One, Najee Harris is good. But I saw on Twitter that apparently the Steelers' offensive line is terrible and that I hope he doesn't get his, like, ACLs torn because that would really suck. Um, And then I think my other thing is that my wide receivers are so inconsistent that figuring out who I have to start every week is going to, like, 
I, I might as well flip a coin with who I start and just hope and pray that they're going to go off because there's, there's no rhyme or reason for who does well and who doesn't. Jack, that's, Jack, that's your question. How, what's your take on Trey Sermon now after watching him against the Packers this week? Uh, he's, uh, he's RB one on that team. Yeah. Um, I stand by that. I stand by that claim. Uh, no, I think, I think he'll get, he'll get going. You know, some rookies are born for the spotlight. Others take a while to develop into it. I think we're fine. Easy sailing only up from here. Mm-hmm. Uh, one thing I point out this game is I think, so I think the number I had was, Ben scored 108 points. I'm pretty sure 58 of them came from two guys. And that was Matthew Stafford and Zeke. You are correct. Which is just insane that we start, what, nine guys and two of them scored over half of Ben's points. Mm-hmm. That is, that is, so his other seven guys scored 50 points. So his other seven guys averaged seven points. That's, uh, that's not a winning formula. Yeah, that's a, that was a bad week for Ben. Um, I would like to point out, though, if you look at Ben's bench, he had like three guys score close to 20 points. And all of them, if you would have had them on your team in like 2014, 2015, you would have been like, mm-hmm. who would have thought you cheated? I mean, Deshaun Jackson, A.J. Green, Giovanni Bernard, like mm-hmm. that, that's a throwback right there. That brings me back to the old days. So. No, Deshaun Jackson will like Mark my words will pop up in like 2027 and he'll catch like a 65 yard touchdown pass for like the the jets or something and it'll be like oh yeah all right that's and you won't even be surprised about it he'll be like 39 years old and they'll they'll cut the red zone will cut to a highlight of you know zach wilson in his seventh year throwing it to deshaun watts or deshaun watson deshaun jackson (laughs) i agree i'd like to see it Mm -hmm. the other point i had this your wide receiver inconsistent you still you got to start odell though right i mean he oh yeah 100 percent he looks to be back. I think that Brown's offense is, is better with him. I know there's some discussion that they, you know, the analytics said they were more efficient without him, but I think he's back and I think he'll be making an impact on that team. I agree. I, well, I think what they were talking about last year is that it looked like the offense funneled through him, but I think, mm-hmm. I think they figured out that like chunt, you feed chunt and then the rest will come. <laughs> Uh, so I, I agree. I think, I think, I think everything's looking up for uh, Odell. Yeah. I think like Baker was like, I have this superstar wide receiver on my team. I have to throw it to him 10 times a game. And once he realizes that that's not the case, then, um, then they'll be a lot better. hundred percent. Al, you have anything else you want to add for this, for this game? No, I'm good. I'm good. All right. Well, uh, we'll move to the next one. We've got, Glorified practice squad versus our very own fraud city glorified practice squad with the very slight edge over fraud city, 127 to 123. Al, give us your, give us your gut reaction to the game. Jonathan Taylor is dead to me. Um, that's, that's reaction number one, because for some reason he can't score a touchdown. Um, I just want to point out, everybody is crying about Christian McCaffrey pulling his hamstring. Well, AJ Brown also, also pulled his hamstring. So um, we were even on the injury front and in the big trade. Um, so, and Devontae Smith, um, brights are too light. Brights are too light. And uh, we got a long way to go. 
It's a long season. Every single team in the season, every single team in the league last year lost four games or more. So I got a long ways to go yet. We're not, I'm not giving up hope. We got, we got a long ways to go. That's it. Bright, brights are light. I agree. Uh, yeah, no, I, I kind of did forget that AJ Brown was injured. I had to look at, I was looking at the trade today and I'm like, Oh yeah. Alex finally knows what it's like to trade for someone and then have them have some devastating injury. That, that is not fair. Right that is not fair. Okay. I have nothing. To I do just, with I'm just glad someone else can feel my pain for once. Trading. I mean, I, I did feel bad for Luke. I mean, that was a pretty brutal. I traded him, and then the next day he went out with a hamstring injury. But so uh, Libby. You, did you forget when you traded me Dobbins and Edwards? If you, if you forgot oh, no, already, I mean, I didn't forget that or the Michael Thomas trade either. I mean, Jack, <laughs> you're pretty much the recipient of all of my hurt players. So it's true. Um, no, I'm gonna say. Uh, I'm going to be honest. I, I like your team. I let, I'm, I'm a huge fan of CMC and Ridley, you know, two guys close to my heart. But uh, you got some draft capital in there, so I, I respect your trade. Um, I think you're just getting unlucky with not winning because can – I, Can I explain my thought presses with this trade? We'll get to that. We'll, we'll okay. get to okay. that. We'll wait. Later. We'll wait. All right. We'll wait. We'll yeah. Wait. Oh, don't worry. We'll pick your brain. Um, but, no, I, I was, Al pointed out that his points against is the highest in the league. I am close – I'm like point two points behind him, but I, I agree. I think Al's just getting some unlucky weeks because your team's good and you're putting up good points. Um, just so, yeah, Jonathan Taylor sucks. Yeah, yeah. Jonathan Taylor my, is fucking dead to me. God damn it. My comments on this game was Miles Sanders had two carries. Did the, the Eagles just? And I know they got down, so they had to they had to start throwing it some more. But Miles Sanders had two carries. And my and might I add for 27 yards. So they it wasn't like it was I know it was only two carries, but I don't know what you're really doing there. So if for the Eagles. I'm reading the blurb, but apparently they only had three rushing attempts mm-hmm. for their running backs, which also I saw something on like ESPN. it was something on ESPN today, and it was like they had like the lowest amount of carries per play since like a really long time besides like one game, like 2017 where I think it was like some other team had like three carries, but yeah, unreal that they only ran the ball like three or four times. And then they didn't, they threw the ball every time they had the ball and Devontae Smith only had three catches. So yeah. Right. It's too yeah. late. Kind of a weird, a weird play calling for him. Like, cause Miles Sanders is good. Like, I, yeah, like he's I super good. And you would think too, like if there were like an air raid, like if you have like a Josh Allen or Patrick Mahomes, an air raid sort of offense, that maybe would make sense. But Jalen Hurts is your quarterback. He's not necessarily lighting it up with the passing game. So you think that they would, you know, not abandon the run like they kind of did. Or do like what with like Baltimore does where it's like their run first Mm -hmm. with Lamar. Yeah. The the Eagles literally should be like a poor man's Baltimore where – you should be you should be running it on sixty percent of the plays, whether that's with Jalen Hurts or with a back. Yeah, I I agree. I, I think that does make more sense. I didn't even realize. Like I was watching that game, but now in hindsight, you're right. Like that. Yeah, this thing is never. And all of Jalen Hurts's runs were just scramble. Jalen Hurts, I can't stand Jalen Hurts. He literally looks at his first read. If that's not there, he'll scramble and either run for it or like kind of look down the field. I can't stand Jalen Hurts. He stinks. Ooh, he stinks. Yeah, he, he stinks. First. He has – I think he has fantasy value because he collects a lot of garbage time 
stats, but I mean, he stinks. He is, he looks for his first read and then he is taken off. Yeah, I, I disagree. He's got what you don't measure. He's got grit. You take that starting job from him like they did at Alabama. Uh, I mean, he, he's a good teammate. You can't measure what he's got. He's got heart and he's got grit. Damn, but does he have wins, Al? Yeah. Uh, no, not yet. Not yet. He does not, <laughs> not have yet. yet. But, but last take him point on. I want to make on him is that did anybody see his his tweet? Mm-mm. Um, he had something about somebody asked him about um, losses. And he had an absolute gem of a quote. He said, when you take a deuce, you don't sit there and look at it. You clutch it. <laughs> that, is, that is a gem. <laughs> that is funny. So, I mean, that to contradict myself, I mean, that, that's, that's QB1 talk right there. You know? he, he, he stinks. Talk. You know, like Aaron Rodgers said on, uh, on Sunday night, football's romantic, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> Football is romantic. <laughs> Did you guys see um Eli Manning giving the double bird double on birds. the podcast? Uh, <laughs> uh, Not to get uh, too far off. Do you think PFT is actually in on the joke with them? Yeah, right wait, wait, what's going on with that? Is that like he's on every episode of the every Monday night he's on? Like they do show him- Eli remember PFT? Or are they in on it or Eli or- definitely does? He was just on like a couple yeah. weeks ago. Eli for sure gets it and knows who he is. Peyton has Peyton was they had like an interview with Peyton like not that long ago, and so I'm pretty sure Peyton's kidding, but he's a pretty good actor, so I don't know. Like I, I can't. I, I don't I know. It's, the situation is kind of perplexing to me. Oh, What's the odds that PFT ends up on the broadcast? So I found out today that a different company is actually the one that does the Manning broadcast, and ESPN just airs it. So people, people are thinking that <laughs> that's why PFT is being involved. So. <laughs> Odds PFT gets on the broadcast. I think, I think he's gonna be so awkward if he actually gets on there. Like, <laughs> no, I, yeah, I don't, I don't want him to get on there. I just want him his tweets to keep popping up and for him never to, never yeah. to be on. I, I hundred percent agree. That that's like too good to be true. You know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I I also saw somewhere that I don't think the next Peyton and Eli. I don't know why this is, but I think the next Peyton and Eli broadcast is not till week seven. I so know they, that's a long time. So they got a, they got a, we're going to have to do a little bit of waiting. Damn, yeah. we got a long wait. So right, we'll, we'll, we'll move back. It was good. Good conversation. We'll make, we'll come yeah. back to this, but if we go, if we come back to this, uh, the game, glorify practice coverage for us. my other note on this was, I'm sorry, Alex, but um, you're Owen three. I have your first and second round pick um, in the upcoming draft. So I am, I am following your games very closely as the season progresses. So that's, yeah, yeah. Rip. Is, it, is there collusion hey, here? Is this Al? Did you are you purposely tanking to give Rup better picks? Um, absolutely not. Um, I I would love to be winning, but unfortunately, my team fucking sucks, and um, Jonathan Taylor can't do jack shit every single Sunday. The only person on my team that seems to be doing anything is DJ Moore, and then sometimes. Um, Sometimes uh, Kyler Murray, but uh, you know what? It's a it's a long season. We got an extra week this year. All I need to do is get like eight wins. That's all I need. Eight wins, and I get in the playoffs. Once I get in the playoffs, I'll make some noise. Watch out! I got a young team. They're only going to be getting better. I got I got rookies and 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 Devonte Smith and Rashad Bateman and Javante Williams. 
They're only going to be getting better. All my guys are young. We're all, it's the sky's the limit. It's, it, we're not. We're not ending up in last place. If I end up in last place, I don't know. I'll get a tattoo. I don't care. I'll do whatever. If I end up in last place, I will get a tattoo of something really fucking stupid. But I don't care. It's not happening. That that the fact that that was said on the podcast means it's binding, and yeah. you will have you will have all of our listeners plus the guy in the Philippines who listens holding you to that. Uh, uh, what am I getting a tattoo of? I, I, can I what, we'll, what are we getting a tattoo of? We'll figure it out. Okay. It'll be okay. tasteful. Um, but yeah, uh, we're going to hold you to that. Uh, getting to our last game, week one, we've got another current resident GM. Back that pass up versus low daily hit list with another name change. It's getting hard to keep all these names yeah. in my head. But uh, low daily one wins uh, 158 to 125. Rup, give me your... Give me a reaction to the game. Um, yeah, I think it's I think it's a, a decent week. For, I'll start with myself. I think it's a decent week for myself. One twenty five. That beats a that beats a few teams um in the league. So it's not a bad week by any stretch. But I think the thing for my team is just no one really no one really went off. I mean, I think there were solid games. Keon Allen had a solid game. Holmes had a solid game. But no one. I didn't have that big 25, 30 point game that you. I mean, that one to one this game. But I need that. I need someone to have a pretty big week to win. And then for Jake, I think Jake is Jake put up another good week. I think at all, all sort of three levels is wide receivers, running backs and quarterback both put up pretty, pretty good performance. What do you score? 158? 158. 158. Yeah. So I think it's a good, good week from uh, Jake. I think Austin Eckler and Aaron Jones are starting to become a really good one, two punch at running back. They both, um, you know, Aaron Jones had the kind of dud week one, but he is um, starting to really round into form. And so, yeah. Yeah, I agree. <clears throat> I think looking at Jake's teams, Jake's team, when they when they are consistent, I think is really, really good. He's just had some bad weeks out of Godwin. Mm-hmm. Oh, gosh, actually, he hasn't had bad weeks out of Godwin at all. No. I don't know. But, yeah, I think I think Jake actually is looking a lot better than – my initial preseason thoughts. I think the fact that Cortland Sutton now is the de facto mm-hmm. wide receiver one on that team. He doesn't have to compete with Judy or Hamler. Um, I think I think he's got big potential, um, and I'm excited to see what he does, especially because Denver's rolling right now. Denver is uh, rolling, yeah. yeah. My other thought, Rupp, is that you are on the short end of the stick with the Woods and Chubb. Like, Woods and Cup were always that one-two punch that were, you know, pretty much the same. Same with Chubb and Hunt. And just getting kind of shafted right now. Like, I, I don't understand why Hunt is getting well, the touchdown. Yeah. But, yeah. you know, I love, I love to see it for my team. Mm. Yeah, I think, like, Nick Chubb, I mean, he had 22 carries. So, they're giving him – he's getting touches. I mean, he had 22 carries, 84 yards. That's not – you know, that's a decent, productive week. But he didn't get in the end zone. He's not catching anything. And – yeah, with the the emergence of, can you see what what was Robert Woods' wide receiver rank last year? It's got to be top fifteen. Thirteen. Thirteenth. It was thirteenth. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now with the the emergence of not the emergence, but now that Cooper Cup is thriving, that is that is not good for Robert Woods. He is seeing seeing less less touches as the weeks go by now with Cooper Cup. So. Yeah, I I agree. Um, and I don't, it's, that's one of those situations that like, I don't think anyone could ever predict, mm-hmm. you know, like you never knew who was going to be better between the two of them, but yeah. 
yeah, yeah. I think that's just the way it goes. Uh, I, uh, I got a question for you, Rob. How are we feeling about Clyde Edwards Hilaire? He's uh, your number one. Who's your number one pick in our dynasty draft? Mm-hmm. Are you are you feeling better after this week? Are you a little nervous? Like, are you think where where are you rating him these days? Um, so I I've there's been a lot of discussion about you know the fresh prince of L. Air the couple <laughs> weeks on this pod, and I think that he is if you like watch he he is just not getting his fantasy value. He's just not getting touches in that the amount of volume that I would expect in the in the first couple of weeks but now he had 17 carries caught a touchdown pass once they start to give i mean he's a good if you sit down and watch the chiefs he's a good looking back like he he has got a certain burst to him he hits a whole good vision and so i like i am i am sticking with him i think he is a good back and has a lot of fantasy value as for my first round pick i think that you know that was reaching a little bit you know, there's guys, I think like Devontae Adams, you guys mentioned the first week, Devontae Adams, you know, there's some bunch of other guys I can't even remember off the top of my head. Was where, I think the other the other big guy. Yeah, that were picked. I picked um uh ahead of him, but I think he is a good looking back, and I think he is gonna continue to thrive in that offense. And I like that a lot of the times so we had the fumble that lost him in the Ravens game, and then he had that fumble on like the third drive this this week and I like that Andy Reid like sticks with him and it seems like he's giving him more touches even after he he sticks with him after the fumbles I think you know says a lot about Andy Reid and the Chiefs confidence in him so not worried about back-to-back weeks with fumbles no I'm not worried about back-to-back week with fumbles you kidding me well you know I feel like a lot of people I mean they always said that like the Chiefs drafted him because he was always the back that had like he never fumbled like that's why they drafted him he's the most secure back he never took the ball but now his fumble was like on third drive and they still gave him like 15 carries and he caught a touchdown pass so if that it would be appalling if they just like ditched him now even after sticking with him the rest of the game no, I mean, I agree. I mean, I agree that he, uh, they still give him a lot of work, but he's kind of got, he, maybe it's getting in his head that he's fumbling the ball. Who knows? Yeah. <laughs> he's rattled. He listened to the podcast. He's listened to the pod. What, 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 let's see him prove the haters wrong. My, uh, so my other back to Jake's team, I would like to, and Trevor kind of said this jokingly, but I would like to double down on Trevor's Antonio Gibson take. I think Antonio Gibson is, severely overrated I don't think I don't he is he is just he is he's very mediocre he had a can you see how many points he had I think he had 18 points he had 18 points yep 18 points and so let's keep in mind that he caught a 70 yard touchdown pass so he had what that that's like 14 points so he had four other points in the in the rest of the game after that touchdown pass I think he is aggressively mediocre and i don't think he i th- i think trevor might be right i don't know if he's ever going to score 20 points damn i mean i i didn't i didn't realize he actually only had that one mm-hmm. long reception but there's been a lot of hype for gibson so mm-hmm. we'll we'll see how that plays out that's another add to the list of people who agree with the hot takes yeah i agree with uh trevor the trevor trevor squared is on uh antonio gibson not good. They're, they're Gibson haters. You could Gibson say. haters. My Jalen Hurts and Antonio Gibson haters put me on the list. I like it. Um, all right. I think that sums up our week one recap. 
we'll move into our week one injuries, trades, uh, studs, and bums of the week. Uh, first things first. So, Al, we're going to get to your big trade. You kind of mentioned this earlier. Is there anything you want to say to the people who called you frauds, specifically Trevor? Trevor, um, 100% right. My team fucking sucks. Um, we're going to keep grinding, though. We got a bunch of grinders. Like I said, young guys. Um, we might start out the season frauds, but we'll see. We'll see where we end the season. That's what really matters. Last year, I started out slow. Luke started out slow last year, too. The beginning of the season doesn't matter. It's where we end the season. I, I seem to remember that I knocked Trevor out of the playoffs last year. So uh, we'll see who goes farther this year. It's, it's got a long year ahead of us. Uh, I'm not worried yet. Not worried yet. And, you know, maybe I got another big move or two up my sleeve. So you never know. I, I, things in the works. More moves. So I can confirm, though, that the fact that Trevor called you a fraud, like, were you thinking it and then he convinced you? Or was did he say it and then you're like, oh, wait, I am a fraud. Well, you know, I need to appease the fan gods. I feel like I've really been pissing them off a lot lately. So I'm playing into it for now. Playing into it for now. And I traded away Ridley, so I needed a new team name. So I went with went with Fraud City. It, you know, it's kind of a play. I don't know if you've ever seen the TV show Broad City. Um, I've never seen oh it, God. but it, it rhymes, <laughs> so it works. Wait, wait, what was this Broad City? I've never I seen the show, but it rhymes. <laughs> oh, yeah, man. Yeah. That is hilarious. Thank you, Trevor. Al. All right, Al, then if you don't want to give us your 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 deep GM strategy, give us give us your thoughts on that trade. Uh, I'll give you my deep GM strategy. Um, I watched uh, CMC play, and I'm not going to lie. I was terrified. He was taking some hard hits, like, the entire game. I was like, shit, he's going to get fucking hurt. So then I kind of panicked. I'm not going to lie. I panicked a little bit. I was like, all right, CMC's 25. He's an absolute stud. This is his peak value. He's never going to go up in value from here. He can only go down. And um, I'm already losing. I feel like, you know, you always got to be closing. Always be closing. And uh, there was deals to be made. I had a couple other good deals on the – I mean, so let me ask you guys this. I had a deal from, from uh, Brandon. It was Jamar Chase and two first-round picks. Do you like that deal better than the deal I took? Wait, what was saying it for Christian McCaffrey? No. Or Jamar Chase and so two first round Christian McCaffrey for Jamar Chase and two first or the deal that I took? The deal you took a million times. Yeah. See, I, I agree. I, I, I think I would probably agree with you. Is an upgrade over Calvin Ridley. I hate the I hate the Atlanta Falcons offense. I think it's terrible. I don't think Calvin Ridley is going to do anything this year because I think Atlanta's offense is really, really bad. I think uh, Matt Ryan is completely broken. So I got a young rookie running back. I got A.J. Brown, who's a better wide receiver, and two first-round picks. Uh, it was good enough for me. Who knows? Maybe I can flip some of that into some some better uh, players, but we'll see what happens. That's where, that was that was where my mind was at. I said I got to move on from CMC just because I, I just had a gut feeling. Sometimes you got to follow your gut. I didn't think he was going to make it through the season. He's just He's just used too much. He, he seems to get, like, tackled just really hard. Like, when he comes to the ground, it just, like, it looks like – he seems like he would be kind of on the fragile side. I know that's easy to say now that he's kind of getting injured the last two seasons, but 
he seems to be go down to the ground hard. And I know the the one on Thursday was kind of a, a non-contact, but seems could be a little bit on the fragile side. But I think he's coming back. He's coming back and like he's only out for a few weeks, isn't he? Yeah, he's not yeah. Even, not even on IR. So Okay. Yeah. So Alan, to but make you feel right. better, I, I thought the same thing when I traded him to you. Yeah, no, hard. I mean, he gets hit really hard. Yeah. So he's scary. Um, but when healthy, he's the best player in fantasy. I agree. Um, I guess the next point, thanks for that insight. It was great. Um, was your Chubba Hubbard a pity trade? Is he only worth a third round pick? I think he's worth more than that now. No, I I didn't think so. Um, I should have just traded him right during that trade. I normally always give the handcuff with the guy I'm trading away. But uh, after the injury, I felt like the fantasy gods were going to come after me. Um, so I, I offered. I tried to get a second round pick from uh, from Luke. He said no. Um, Chubba didn't really do much for me. I wasn't going to start him. I don't think he's going to be good enough to start ever. Um, and I was like, you know what, a third round pick and I get the fantasy God karma, uh, to up a little bit. Um, it seems like a good deal for me. Um, did it work out? No. Cause AJ Brown got fucking hurt on Sunday anyways, <laughs> but you know what? Sometimes you got to throw some darts and if they don't, if you don't get a bullseye every time, you know, you just got to take some chances sometimes. I like it. Live on the edge. Yeah, my only comment on that trade was Chubba Hubbard for a couple of years was just a monster in college. Mm-hmm. He just, I, I want to say one year he was like top five in Heisman voting, and like, oh, was he was, but if you like watch him play, like there was yeah, a couple yeah. times when he was like running, like he's slow, he's not that fast. Like there was one if CMC was running that exact same play, CMC gets like at least 10, 15, 20 yards. Trevor mm-hmm. Hubbard got tackled for a loss because he was like the defensive end ran him down running like a stretch play. And it's like, yeah, I don't, I'm not a believer at all. I thought he, I thought he looked like shit. Yeah. I, when I watched tape of him uh, before the, before the draft, I, he was, he did not look good. Like he was pretty much a high volume guy that like mm-hmm. kind of just eked through. So yeah, I think, I think you fleeced Luke getting that. Sweet I got- I mean, the only reason I even drafted him was because I needed uh, I needed McCaff- I was worried about McCaffrey getting hurt, and then once I got rid of McCaffrey, then he's pretty much worthless to me. So, so I looked it up in 2019. This would have been when Joe Burrow won the Heisman. Chubba Hubbard got was eighth in Heisman voting. He had 2,100 yards and 21 touchdowns at 6.4 yards carry. So he was a he was a monster. That is, yeah, those are some pretty fucking great numbers. Um, I think that that sums up. Any any last thoughts on those trades? No. All right, we'll we'll move into the injuries injuries for this week. So uh, we'll start with the Bears' backfield. Uh, what a shit show! You got Dalton with the knee injury. Field says he has a hand injury. Or, Nagy says Fields is a hand injury. He doesn't. Now they're looking at certain foals. Is this bad news for anybody who owns a Bears offensive player? Yes, absolutely. I mean, uh, the Bears wide receivers like combined for like five total points. They had one passing yard. That is atrocious. I mean, you can't – you literally can't – I mean, this is worse than – these are worse than Trubisky numbers. 
yeah, Trubisky looks pretty good compared to what they're doing now. Um, next, next up for injury, we, we kind of just touched on this, but CMC, he's got that weekly hamstring injury. I think you guys both said, you guys think he's coming back, right? I think he's coming back, yeah. Luke is top dog. The only question is if he's going to be healthy for the playoffs. I think this was CMC's career-ending injury. I think he will never come back the same. Hmm. Hot take. That Hot seems take. a little bit. That seems a little bit knee-jerk, but I like it. Good. That, that's, like what it. that's what I'm here for. Uh, Dalvin Cook, also injured. I'm gonna give a quick shout out to myself for texting Trevor that his boy was injured. So, Ooh. you know, not that it would have made a difference for Big E. Oh, actually, wait. Nah, he still would have scored 142. Yeah, Ian would have still. He would have still lost. But Cook, once again, back on the injury list with an ankle sprain. Ankle sprains are scary. That's all I'm going to say. I know mm-hmm. everyone can say they're mild, but I feel like they're always lingering. And unless you just, like, don't play for a, a number of weeks, I think it's very easy to re-aggravate it. Yeah. Yeah, I think the good news for Trevor, though, is it seems like we touched on it. I think Madison is kind of a plug-and-play guy that should put up good numbers while Dalvin Cook's out. Yep. Totally agree. Uh, next is <laughs> kind of, man, we touched about a lot of this earlier. Uh, Hamler, torn ACL. So another Bronco wide receiver done for the year. Uh, so good news for Sutton. Sutton. Pretty much the best takeaway from that. Yeah. Uh, Next, we've got the the Giants, the Giants wide receivers, two of them, Sterling Shepard, right hamstring injury, and Darius Slate with also a hamstring injury. One of those wide receivers is significantly better than the other. Um, I'll let you guess which one. But Trevor's been starting Shepard a lot. Is he screwed now that Shepard's done? So who are Trevor's other wide receivers? Mike Williams, Allen Robinson, Robbie Anderson. All right, so you you obviously start Adam Thielen. You can't bench Allen Robinson, so he's gonna he's gonna need another. And Robbie Anderson's kind of a wild card. You're gonna need a you're gonna might potentially need another guy. Well, Josh he's got Bob. Mike Williams. He's got Mike. Oh, Williams. he's got Mike Williams. Okay. So I mean, he also got like uh, Nelson Aguilar. Um, but other yeah. than that, you know, um, it seems like Trevor's in the market for another wide receiver. We'll see if he gets one. Um, I guess he could start a receiver in his flex or a running back in his flex. Um, I think he's got uh, Paul Williams. That's a he's a pretty good flex play, but uh, he doesn't need a lot because I feel like he's got some pretty boom and bust yeah. players. Yeah, he reached out to me about uh Diggs the other day. Um, he, he reached to- out to me about a couple players too. Yeah. So it seems like I think you're right on. I think he's in the market for for one make a move. Yeah, he kept trying to trade me Robbie Anderson, and he told me, "Oh, Robbie Anderson's so good." Mm-hmm. Terrence Marshall, the rookie, is outscoring Robbie Anderson by like a lot right now. So I'm gonna I'm gonna go on the record here and call Trevor a liar. He's known in he's known in this uh, this podcast circle as a liar. Liar. Um, I think Darius Slayton getting injured is just par for the course for my team. Um, mm-hmm. I think at any point, if I, I need to always have at least like eight to ten players injured, and if like somebody gets healthy, somebody else has got to be injured. So I think it's, it's just be, is Slayton droppable? I mean, he really hasn't done anything since his rookie year. You want me to drop him, so I won't. I'm not picking. 
that's up. Yeah, that 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 sounded like you were hinting at an answer. Yeah. I was like, oh man, I can't. Oh man, you should totally drop Slayton. Definitely drop Slayton. I definitely am not picking him up. Totally not. Wow. Spoken like someone who wants Slayton. So, um, uh, next to injury, so AJ Brown week to week hamstring. Al touched on that already. Um, the last big injury we had was uh, my boy Trent Lockett with a knee injury. Mm. Looked pretty scary at the time. But he did walk off under his own power, so I guess not that scary. Um, DK Metcalf stonks. <laughs> DK Metcalf through the roof. Russell Wilson, I'm kind of feeling what Trevor's going through because Russell Wilson scored me 16 points, and that that sucks. Like, that's not good. Deshaun Watson would never do me like that. So... Um, I hope Lockett's healthy because uh, Russell Wilson needs him. Yeah. Yeah. So who? So they have DK Metcalf, Tyler Lockett. Who are their other? I guess there's who are their other? Who are the other Seahawks wide receivers? They got a rookie named like Wayne Eskridge or something like that, and then they got Swain. I can't remember his other. Freddie Freddie Swain. Yep. Those are kind of the other two. Um. You are correct. So it's uh, DK, then Tyler, then Trent Lockett, then Freddie Swain, right. and then Dwayne Eskridge. They can't afford an injury, though. No, to they really DK cannot. DK afford Tyler Lockett. Or Trent, sorry, excuse me, Trent Lockett. Trent Lockett, yeah. Trent Lockett. Um, all right, I think that uh, that's about it for injuries. Y'all ready to do some bum of the week? I am. Yeah. Rob, hit us with your bum. All right, my bum of the week we've talked about is Robbie Anderson. Sam Darnold hates him. Um, by the way, just a side note, I, uh, Panthers have a tight end named Dan, Dan Arnold. So it's Sam, Sam Darnold to Dan Arnold. He got uh, traded this week. He got traded. He's, not, he's on Jacksonville now. Did he actually? No. Yeah. It's not Darnold to Dan Arnold anymore. It's, Sam Darnold uh, it's Trevor to Dan, Dan Arnold. Dan um, that, that, uh, oh man, that RIP, that is Sam Darnold to Dan Arnold is so funny, but yeah, my bum is Robbie Anderson. He, uh, he just is not, I think he's, I didn't see much of the game Thursday, but I think Robbie Anderson's getting open. He's just not the, he just, uh, unless it, Sam Darnold's first, second and third option are not, not there. He is going to, then he would go to Robbie Anderson, but yeah, my bum of the week is Robbie Anderson. I think we could say that Robbie Anderson is not that guy, pal. He's not. He's you're not, not that guy, guy, pal. You're not that guy. Um, my bum of the week, maybe a little bit of a hot take, but I'm gonna I'm gonna pick Hawkinson. Hawkinson <laughs> has had two great weeks, scoring big points, and then when Ian needs him most, he drops a dud and scores three. Mm-hmm. Um, especially because I like with that Detroit offense, like who else are they going to throw it to? Because mm-hmm. the fact that Quintez Cephas is their wide receiver one, one. is huge red flags. Yeah. That should not be your wide receiver one. So yeah, I think, I think Ian is going to need some more consistent performances out of him moving forward. I agree. I agree. Al, you got, you got a bum of the week for us. Um, I got three for you. Three bums. Three bums. First bum of the week is going to be the refs from the Packers and San Francisco game because they were they were definitely the bums of the week. They were awful. A lot of pass interferences. Second bum of the week, 
is uh, John, I think his name's John Morrow, the Giants owner, who did the taunting penalties. The taunting penalties, absolutely terrible. Third bum of the week, it's got to be Robert Woods. I'm sorry, erupt, but uh, he, uh, you got Cooper Cup and Matthew Stafford and pretty much everybody in that offense scoring an absolute shit ton of points. And then you got Robert Woods. Uh, I mean, how many yards did he have this week? Uh, he had 33 yards. 33, uh, three, yeah. Pretty terrible. Yeah. So those are, those, are the, those are my bums of the week. I agree. He's not seeing the production we saw last year. I like it. Those are those are some good, some good expansive bums. Maybe we could start opening bum of the week to just you know, if I saw a homeless guy in the corner, I think we should have like a bum of the week in fantasy and then a bum of the week just in any any other aspect of this world. Any other aspect of life. All right, I like it. We'll we'll incorporate that for next week. Yeah. Uh, stud of the week. You do it for stud of the week too. Ooh, yeah, I like that. Oh, so I'm ready. Okay. Uh, well, you guys go first. You guys go first. You guys go first. Okay. Let me let me hit you with mine. So I've got two here. First, Mike Williams, 32 points. Trevor once again starting another, just starting another great lineup. 32 points as wide receiver two on a team that I think people didn't have super high expectations for. I think is super impressive. Um and my second stud of the week is Emmanuel Sanders, the guy who I legitimately did not know was still in the NFL, dropping 26 points. And I'm pretty sure he got started this week. I just can't remember who had him. I, like, wrote it down. Oh, yeah. maybe – did Theo maybe start him? I think I saw him somewhere. Okay, maybe not. I'll find it while, while you guys do your uh, – if, Rob, you want to hit us with your bum of the week. All right. My stud of the week is Josh Allen. Uh, five, so I believe he threw for four and ran for one. I think he had, he might have had 40 points. Um, so after he kind of, he had like a pretty pedestrian week one, I believe the last two weeks he's put up some really, really solid numbers. So my stud is Josh Allen. That Bills offense is clicking on all cylinders. The Bills, I, I think they're the second best team in the NFL behind the, behind the Rams. I think the Rams are bona fide number one through three weeks. I mean, I don't think you could really argue any other team. I think the Bills might be second best. Their offense is clicking. Their defense seems to be playing pretty well. So uh, my stud of the week, again, is Josh Allen. I like it. Um, (laughs) Emmanuel Sanders is on Luke's team. So Luke with that monster performance, big part of it was starting Emmanuel Sanders. Kind of a bold move, but paid off. Al, you got you got studs for us. Um, so I first I want to point out I think start of the entire year so far was Luke starting Emmanuel Sanders because those twenty six points came out of absolutely nowhere. But he's not my start of the week. My start of the week is going opposite of Robert Woods. I go Cooper Cup, wide receiver one. He has been doing nothing but scoring touchdowns, getting yards, and fucking bitches. That's all he's been doing all season long. And then uh, second start of the week is uh, I saw a news report um, the other day about um, a solar storm that could knock out the internet for a couple uh, months. Um, so seems like it could really, uh, I mean, you, anything that can knock out the internet, uh, the most powerful thing in the world, that's my start of the week. So your stud is something that like really terrible could happen to us. That's your stud? I mean, come on, a super solar storm? You can't tell me there's something tougher than that. I mean, I, no, I, I can't. I, I guess I can't disagree with that. I just, it seems like it's going to make life shitty 
It was either the super solar storm or the meteor that fell over Carolina this week. So those were the two choices, and I went with the solar storm. (laughs) Wait, what was the other choice? Well, there was a big uh, meteor that fell over in North Carolina (laughs) that people were worried about. Um, This is uh, Billy football right now. (laughs) I I think the solar storm is going to be like like a a terrorist attack or something. He's going to be like, man, who's tougher than these guys? My no, no. Week, my non-football star of the week is Gabby Patino's fiance has not Ooh. been caught yet in the whole world. <laughs> oh wow! I, I'm just joking. Rock I disavow. I want on the record. I disavow. I disavow. You disavow. Okay, that's I, I, you I disavow. Know, my third star of the week is uh, Dog the Bounty Hunter going after. Um, oh, uh, Gabby that's Patino's, a good one. Uh, yep, <laughs> nope, that's my third star of the week is uh, Dog the Bounty Hunter. Dog the Bounty Hunter is going to fucking – he's going to catch, catch this motherfucker. He's got it. I did not expect those two studs, but, you know, I'm, I'm glad we share because studs, what can I, you I think? Want, you guys were talking over – I want on the record, I disavow Gabby Cristino's <laughs> fiancé, okay? I yeah. just – I don't want that being clipped. I know this is <laughs> – I don't know. Rup, I mean, you you said he was your stud of the, stud of the week. I mean, no, that no, sounds no. like no. – uh, Sounds like a ringing endorsement this, to me. This is a top 10 hide and go seek performance. Um, <laughs> all right. Well, all right. Let's reel it back in. Reel it back. Let's, um, let's get to our week, week four preview here. Uh, game of the week. So my game of the week is little bit of little bit of a revenge game here for one of our GMs. Fraud City versus Dalvin and the Chipmunks. So Obviously, we all remember Dalvin and the Chipmunks, that heartbreaking loss in the playoffs last year where he's let down by Russell Wilson. Um, the projections right now is that Dalvin and the Chipmunks is going to wipe the floor, but I think I think anything can happen in fantasy and that mm-hmm. Odd City could have a, a not-fraud week. I just want to say, this is the this is the Brandon Ayuk game right here. Ooh. This is I'm, I'm, I'm calling it. 30 points plus right now. All right. And, 30 uh, points on a Brandon Ayuk. Yep. Yep. That's it's the Brandon Ayuk game. And uh and I'm just gonna leave it at that. The 49ers wide receivers have great names. Debo Samuel and Brandon Ayuk. I mean Ayuk is so much fun to say. I agree. Debo Duke, is just Duke, Duke. yeah. He he is a good, he's a good looking wide receiver. Damn straight he is. Uh, Rob, hit us with your game of the week. My game of the week is is Jake versus Ian. I think this is real simple. You potentially have the defending champ drop to one and three. And I think you – so I think it's going to be – I don't think eight and five gets a first-round buy. I think you're going to have to be nine and four. I mean, you're looking at Ian having to go eight and one to get a first-round buy. So I think that – I think Ian needs this game to um, to not fall to one and three and to go – if you're two and two, you're right. You're right in it. But one and th- I think there's a big difference between two and two and one and three. Yeah, and I think I think Jake going up to three and one is a three and one. Yeah, that's a good turnaround. So we like. To see. Uh, Al, game of the week. My game of the week is glorified practice squad versus another day another Waller, and mm-hmm. it might not seem like a good game at the beginning. But when you start looking at the matchups, we got we got Tom Brady versus New England. I think he's going to lay an absolute egg. I don't think he's going to do anything. I mean, who knows Tom Brady better than Bill Belichick? Absolutely no one. And then you go look at his wide receivers. I mean, Calvin Ridley versus Washington. 
Washington, they haven't had a their defense hasn't had a great start, but they might turn it on. Justin Jefferson versus Cleveland. Cleveland's got a pretty good defense. Ty, uh, T.Y. Higgins, if he's out, who knows what happens? And then you got Darren Waller versus the Chargers. The Chargers have been pretty ball dominant so far this year. Uh, Kittle had a decent game, but uh, Waller's not as good as Kittle either. So um, I think Ruggs is going to have a good game. Gesicki had a great game. We'll see what happens, but I'm, I'm feeling a close game here. I think it's going to be the closest game of the week. Yeah, now that you said it, I, I do agree that there are some – I think Theo's got some good matchups this week that that give him a chance, and I'm all here for upsets. I'm telling you, Henry Ruggs is going to have a game. Hmm. It's going to be uh, – he's going to be the one that keeps Theo in this. I like it. Uh, all right, highest scoring game of the week. I think I think Rupp mentioned this game is his game of the week. I think that Jake versus Ian, Low Daily versus Big E, I think this is going to be a shootout, an absolute shootout. Their teams, I think Jake's team is starting to click, and I think Ian's team has, like, the most potential to just go off. And I think that we're going to see uh, – you know I'm going to say? I think we're going to get one of these teams, probably Ian. I'm going to say he's going to hit 200 points. That is a bold, bold take. Sheesh. I think, I think you can do it. I think Pittsburgh, their defense is bad. Philadelphia's defense is bad. Hardest part's going to be uh, Amari Cooper at Carolina. Yeah. But I think Amari's due, though. He's due. He's due. But yeah, Ian's got some good matchups. So I, I'm predicting 200 out of him. So if we, we start nine guys or 10 guys in this? We start nine. Nine. So if you're going to score 200, you need to have 22 points a person mm-hmm. or a little bit more than that. Okay. That that's, that's lofty. I think he, points he's a, got guys that can score 40 and then the other guys can score 10. Yeah. Yeah. I guess if you have a guy that score 40, two guys can afford to score 10. So you're right. Yep. Calling it. Uh, you guys, you guys got high scoring games for this week. I would probably disagree with that. I think that the low daily hit list, I got to make sure I get Jake's team name right because he changes it every week. But, yeah, Jake versus Ian, I think it's going to be a high-scoring game. I think Tyreek, he's kind of had a rough couple of weeks. I think he breaks out, and I think Jake continues to do his thing. So I would have that game as well. Okay. Alex? Um, I'm going to go um, Shanna Hannigans and Team Corn in the Swamp. Um, a hot pick. I think, um, Jack, no offense, I don't think you're going to score that much, but I think Corner of the Schwamm is going to have a huge week. Um, if you look at it, he's got Julio. I think uh, um, A.J. Brown's going to be out, so Julio's going to be no- wide receiver number one. I think Noah Fant, with all those wide receivers out, is going to have a bounce-back week. Uh, he's got Hopkins as well. He's going to have a bounce-back week. And then you throw in Saquon and Kamara. I think they're both due for a big week, so – I think he's going to be the team that hits 200 points. And then, you know, Jack, I think you're going to have a good week too, but uh, you're probably going to lose by like 50 points. 50? Dude. I think, it, I think it's – That doesn't I think sound like a good week. I think it's 200 <laughs> to 140. I was going to say the exact same thing. I think it's 200 to 140. I think that's where I'm going with this. 200 to 140. You think Brandon is going to score points. 200 points? Yep, I do. Dude, that is – I mean, I mean, I knew I was kind of pushing it with Ian scoring 200, but – Damn, Brandon. Uh, yeah, I think I think he gets two hundred. That is that is a hot. That might be 
that might be the hottest take we've heard today. Um, I think, I, who do you think has the highest? I think I'm, I'm with you, Jack. I think Ian might have the highest ceiling of any, the potential to score 200 points out of any team in this league. Maybe, yeah, maybe Luke actually, but I think with yeah. the one-two punch of Devontae Adams and Tyreek Hill, like if we scored for, if one of them scored or both of them scored 40 points, I don't think we'd really even be surprised. So I think Ian oh. has the biggest possibility to have in a huge 200 point week. Yeah, that's exactly what I'm saying. By the way, I did look up and see who had the most, um, two, uh, the most, uh, points in games and like the all time high scores. Theo has the top two, which he had DeAndre Hopkins and Kamara, which are now both on uh, Luke or not Luke's team. Um, They're maybe. both on Brandon's team. And then Ian has um, he's got two of the top scores and he had 181, which tied Luke from this last week. So Luke must be in like 11th place. So he didn't quite crack the top 10 in top scores ever. How, but, much, did, uh, how much did Theo score? Theo scored 213 and 197. It was wait, two and three wait, last year. You have the two thirteen. <laughs> you have the two thirteen. Like, can you run through his lineup and how many points he scored when he scored two thirteen? Um, hold on. Let me let me see if I can find it here. That's twenty. Um, that's twenty four points a player. Man, I do not remember that at all. Ah, uh, let's see if I can get there. Hold on. I will see if I can pull it up as well. I just I'm just looking at the league history and it's the all time weekly high scores. That's all I can really see. Uh, let's see. <laughs> Theo was a wagon for a while last year, though. He was. He was. I think I scored like 175 against him one week and and lost. I scored at least 170 and lost in like week four of last year. Hmm. I'll have to – I'll maybe have to do uh, – I'll do some um... – Yeah. Some scouting and see. Oh, wait, Al, can you see what week it was? It was week two, I think. Week two. Uh uh-huh. Uh oh yeah, here it is. Week two. He scored two to thirteen. So I'll let me run you through his lineup. He had Dak who scored 41. Kamara scored 38. This math doesn't even add up. He had Michael Gallup score seven points. I bet it does. McLaurin had 27. Hopkins had 20. Higby had 28. Boyd had 20. And Sutton had nine. Wow. I think he got carried by that Dak and that Camara performance. Well, when you get when you get 80 points from two players, I mean that's, that's true. That's a lot. Man, math. Math is hard. All right. Let's um we'll We'll get back to our lowest scoring game of the week. I actually think that there's a lot of pretty even matchups this week. Um, so to be honest, I, I, I'm having a hard time like singling out one team. Like I think I've, I think there's going to be some very very close matchups this week. Mm-hmm. So we'll we'll transition that into the hot take. I think there's going to be three upsets this week. Now this is sort of based on the sleeper projections, which we all know are terrible. Um, but I think that. Rupp is going to beat Ben. I think Alex is going to beat Trevor. And I think if you can call this an upset, I think Jake is going to beat, or I'm sorry, Ian's going to beat Jake. 
Mm-hmm. Not really an upset with that last one, but yeah. according to Sleeper, it is. Ian's not playing, Jake. Oh, wait, is he? Wait, hold on. I'm looking at the wrong week. Yeah, he is. Week four. You're right. You're right. You're right. My bad. Um, my other hot take is that I think Big E will finish <clears throat> as a bottom three team this year. I think he's on an uncontrolled slide, and uh, this is this is only a, a taste of what's to come for this season. So he'll be he'll be joining in the punishment bracket. That's bull. The defending champ going from first. Uh, what is the uh, what is the punishment this year? We haven't decided on that yet. I think hot ones, hot ones. I, I think we might do a hot ones style, either hot wings, one of those spicy chips, or something along that nature. Maybe a blazing challenge. Ooh, Ooh I like Ooh, it. I like um, it. I do not handle spicy slash hot food well. Um, so my hot take is, and this is, this is, I don't care what the projections say, but I think from week four on, I so Jake has Ryan Tannehill. He starts Ryan Tannehill. He also has a guy named Sam Darnold on his bench. I think by the end of the year, Jake will be starting Sam Darnold over Ryan Tannehill. I think Sam Darnold is going to continue to flourish in that offense. I think he's going to be a 250 and two touchdown guy consistently for the rest of the year. And he will start to outperform Ryan Tannehill. Jake's guy, that's finally going to be his guy. He finally gets what he wanted. I think Sam Darnold is going to, in my Colin Coward, voice or my Colin Coward ask take. I think Sam Darnold is going to continue to just be is continue to just be take the Panthers to the playoffs and be a very good team. Damn Panthers to the playoffs. I like it. Uh Al, you got you got a hot take for us? Um if you're all right with it, I got a couple. I got a couple. Oh, hit us with them. Um I think first hot take, I think uh Travis Kelsey Long overdue for some regression. I think he either has some big time season ending injury or something goes on where uh, he uh, he just he's not going to be finishing finishing as a top five tight end this season. Hot take number two: top five tight end, not, not top five, not top wow, five. I mean, at this point, he's already had like he's like averaging twenty three points a game. Like yeah. he might just like I had, I had Kittle last year who had like two good games and he was still like a top six tight end because like the tight ends just suck. So once you get past Darren Waller, Travis Kelsey and George Kittle, like there is not much. I mean, Mark, I'm telling you, he's not going to be top five. That's, that's a hot take. I like it. Very hot take. I, um, hot take number two. Oh, go ahead. Back at Travis Kelsey. I offered, um, Trevor like a week and a half. uh, Maybe it was more than a week and a half ago. Three first round picks for Travis Kelsey. And he, Turned it down, obviously. Turned it down. Oh man! Well, because my, I mean, I don't. I my tight ends are. I'm starting Hunter Henry and Jared Cook. I don't have a. I don't have a tight end to save my life. So yeah, I offered him three first round picks, and he turned it down. So having a good tight end is uh, is a big advantage because it's it's just another position where you get big scores at. Mm -hmm. I agree. So uh, hot take number two. Devin Singletary of the Buffalo Bills will be a top eight running back by the end of the season. <laughs> these are these are piping hot takes. Holy Jesus! I think he took over the backfield. I think he took over the backfield. He's getting a lot of carries. What do you I mean? Took over? He, it was his in the first place. Well, he's just getting a lot of carries. I think he's having. I think he hasn't gotten the touchdowns yet. I think he's going to be getting a lot of touchdowns here this season he's getting the receiving work already he's getting more carries than moss 
Um, I'm feeling I'm feeling it's going to be Devin Singletary season. Yeah. Actually, I have a fact for you because <clears throat> I had no idea. How old do you think Devin Singletary is? And if you know the answer, then don't say it. I can see it, so I'm not going to guess. Oh, shit. I, I started sharing it. I, I can see it as well. All right. Uh, I would have thought he was like 20. Everyone, everyone listening at home, take a moment and guess how old they think Devin Singletary is. Yeah. My guess was 27. He's uh, only like a second year running back, though. I would have guessed older than what the number on my screen is. Yeah. So Devin Singletary is 24, mm-hmm. which is ridiculously young. That like, how old is JT? Isn't JT on, is like, isn't JT like 24? JT, I, I, he is, I think he is younger than, I think he's young. I think he's the same he's age 22. as me. I think he's 23 or 22. Oh, 22. Okay. Bad, bad example. Uh, well, I'll, I'll find another. Look up, look up how old like Joe Burrow is. Well, I think Joe Burrow. Joe, Bur- Joe Burrow's going to be 20. He's at least 24. Uh, uh, Joe Burrow is 24. 24. Okay. Uh, Devin Singletary finishing as a top eight wide receiver. That is such a hot take. Uh, for the people at home, Devin Singletary this year has scored nine points, 16 points, and three points. Uh, so it's not a great start. So I just want for the people at home to uh, the Bills scored what 48 points this week? 40 and uh, 43. 43 and Devin. So the Bills score offense scored 43 points. Devin Singletary had 3.6 fantasy points. So hmm. I, there, there's, there's not, that's. They didn't need him. This, they didn't need him. They're saving him for later in the year. I also want to point out that Zach Moss in week three had 16 touches for 91 yards and Singletary had 11 for 26. 26. So, but you Alex, guys, I love these hot takes. This is why you come on. I'm telling you, Devin Singletary. All right, maybe not top eight, but running back no. one. At least no. top ten. So, so he's top ten? He's a running back one this year. Damn. All right. You. <laughs> what, what other hot takes you got? I'm assuming yeah. they're getting hotter. Last, last hot take, um, not fantasy football related, Vladimir Putin retires. That's the last one. This is last <laughs> When? That's- He's retiring. He's old. He wants. He wants to, you know, go and do his own thing in Russia, and uh, he doesn't want all the pressure anymore. That's uh, that's the last hot take. Okay. You know what? I like it. This is that. That was another hot take. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that was another hot take. <laughs> well, um, I think that that brings us to the end of everything that I had to talk about. Was there anything anything you gentlemen wanted to bring up here at the end? Jonathan Taylor's dead to me. So, Alex, you said who's dead? Uh, Jonathan Taylor's dead to me, so he is for sale. Um, and that's all I got. Okay. Rob, you got, you got any parting words of wisdom? Um, I got nothing else. Um, yeah, this has been good. Yeah. Yeah, Jay, thanks for having us. Um, I, I appreciate you guys coming on, taking some time out of your night to uh, – keep us all updated on the fantasy football season um and yeah we'll uh let's get ready for an exciting week four i think we're gonna have some great games some great matchups and uh we get another week of football what's better than that another week Not- of football what who what is the uh what's the thursday night matchup this week thursday night 
yeah. I think Jacksonville. I like it's a really good game. I feel like it's a really good game. Ooh, it, it is a really good game. It is Jaguars versus Bengals. Oh, okay. Well, that's not what I was thinking. I was, I was thinking, I was thinking it was like Rams Cardinals on Thursday. I don't know why I was thinking that. Like a couple of three and oh, two and one teams, but that no, that's the complete opposite of what I was thinking. Yeah, this it's, it's a it's going to be a booty matchup, but football's football, and I love to yeah. see it. We gonna stay for All right, life, man. thanks everyone for listening. Yeah. We'll uh, we'll catch you next week for week four. I'm about to take your. All right, thanks, Jack. Thank you, Jack. Jack. Appreciate it. Bouncing, bouncing, bouncing. I'm about to throw a couple thousand. Bouncing, bouncing, bouncing. I'm about to throw a couple thousand. One, one, five, ten. She slow dance, she make me throw more bands Grabbing ass with both hands, she in love with the dope man She wanna be my main chick, I was thinking different different. Clap that ass, light up blonde, baby, let's get ignorant She strip for the G, rate cash like Lee She got double D's and ain't shit free Came with my goons, but I'm leaving with a deal With an ass like Serena and a face like a Leo Red bone and some red bottle, she finished college, she a head doctor Bouncing ass while I'm getting high as propellers on a helicopter Let's do it again Room, give me head off in my bins. In my bins, where my double cup, cup. Time to pull it up. Uh, got a bitch so bad you can't afford to fuck. Bounce, 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 bounce. I'm about to throw a couple thousand. Bounce, bounce, bounce. I'm about to throw a couple thousand. One, one, five, ten, twenty. Work your way up to them big face hundreds. Just You know what? And I can make a girl break fast My pants be on that too much lunch And I'm by whatever, baby Take a photo, I'm looking good And these breezies is so beneath you Understand you're misunderstood Premium them level goods We pay whatever for it Over these pussy niggas Only under influence Throw a buck up, then a back out like that Roll a pack out, take a light hit Mike Knapp got a thick bitch with a chip stick I'm smacking a bucket Probably nothing but that Ball head, scallywag Real Memphis gang Say by Rudy I'm Marcus or Shelby though That's plenty though That's Juice J For Lauren got it And get me though Bounce 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 I'm about to throw a couple thousand Bounce 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 I'm about to throw a couple thousand One, one, five, ten, twenty Work your way up to them big face hundreds just Paid up like Diddy Toss up the cash and she show me her kitty Got some white girl and a white girl Doing my turn a lot off of her titty Ain't tryna fuck, I just find a replacement Feeling so global, I think I need Asian Ratchet on deck and they know I'm gon' stun I'm tryna get hit while smoking a blunt Take it to my hotel, beat the pussy up I don't know her name, but I wanna fuck Alone came Molly, then came Doobie Then Codeine in the styrofoam cup See me in the club, bands pop, they poppin' Doing real good, might take you shopping. All these rats can't fit in my pocket Keep that sack, 100k in the stocking then it's back to my room, she come out of dress Slob on my knob, think you know the rest I don't buy these bras, Nikes, but I keep these girls in check Working for that money, bitch
break a sweat. Bounce, bounce it, bounce it, bounce it, bounce it. I'm about to throw a couple thousand. Bounce it, bounce it, bounce it, bounce it. I'm about to throw a couple thousand. One, five, ten, twenty. Work your way up to them big face hundreds. Just bounce it, bounce it, bounce it. Thousand.